Is how you view your self-worth based on the house, the car, the latest smartphone? Does the constantly shifting need to keep up with the latest things you own have you trapped in a state of discontentment? Find freedom next on Bold Steps as Pastor Mark Job continues his teaching on the possession trap. When you don't know who you are, when you have little value, little worth, you will be very susceptible to temptation because there's something driving you inside saying, I need to be somebody, and maybe this will make me somebody. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. President of Moody Bible Institute and senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. Like a house of mirrors at a carnival, if we allow things to define our importance and value, it can distort how we see ourselves. At the heart of our identity, we tend to always feel the need to prove our worth in order to be somebody. But there's good news. If you are secure in your relationship with Christ, you already have a name and worth. More on that now as Pastor Mark continues his message, The Possession Trap, based on Luke chapter 4. And he'll also join us at the end of the broadcast for some closing words, so stay with us. This is Bold Steps. You see, we've been made in the image of God, and in the image of God, you are somebody. But there's a part of us inside of each one of us that longs to be somebody and longs to have worth. So that 14-year-old boy whose father is not present often, who's trying to prove that he's a man and has this deep sense inside, I want to be somebody. And at school, he's got C's and B's and an occasional D. So he's not affirmed within his school system because he doesn't do excel there. And he's not really a big sports guy, so he doesn't excel there. But you know what? He lives in a neighborhood where... There's not a lot of men around that he sees that are succeeding. He lives in a neighborhood where there's a lot of single mothers raising their children. And the only men that he sees hanging out in the neighborhood that seem to be somebody, and they drive the nice cars, and they have the nice clothes, and they have the girls that surround them, they're the gangbangers and drug dealers. So they wake up and look out their window and say, I want to be somebody. I'm not somebody at school. I'm not somebody in sports. I'm not somebody in my family. But you know what? That guy's somebody. And they look out the window and suddenly they get lured into this. And at first they're told, you're just a kid. You're a nobody. But if you're with us, you would be somebody. You would be one of the boys. You would be a man. You can wear our colors. You can go to the big parties. You can be somebody in life. And so we have hundreds of thousands of young men in our neighborhoods in Chicago throwing their life away. Why? You say, well, what is it about the gangs? It's because they want to be somebody. No one's telling them where they can be somebody. And it's not just boys. 
that 15-year-old girl who hasn't had a father affirming that she is beautiful, that affirming her womanhood and, and speaking into her life. And in her life, she says, I want to be somebody. It's different wired in boys than girls, but she still, she wants to be valued, appreciated, loved, cherished, sought after. She wants to feel like I have the affection of somebody, the heart of somebody. And so when that boy comes around and sweeps her off her feet, she gives herself to him, and now she's 15, sexually active. Why? Why is she living there? Why does she let the guy uh, insult her and kick her and, and, and hit her? Why does she put up with that? Because she's got a more driving need than self-protection. And the driving need is I want to be somebody I want to be somebody. I want somebody to love me, somebody to care, somebody to appreciate me. I want somebody to value me. You see, every little boy and girl and every man and woman in their life, they're driven by this desire to be somebody, to belong, to have worth, and to have value. And now you understand why the lure of possessions and accumulations is so tempting to us because it promises that we can be somebody. The next thing I want you to understand about this is that this trap comes with a price tag and it usually affects our future, our family, and our faith. You see, The devil says, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to, so if you worship me, it will all be yours. You see, it sounds so good, but there's always a price to pay. There's a price tag. You always have to get nervous when the merchandise is there and it doesn't have a price tag. Beware. When the sales guy says, well, let's just talk about this first. Let's worry about the price later. Beware. When someone says, hey, try it on first and just see how it fits. Well, how much does it cost? Well, we'll get to that later. Beware. Because the whole idea is, hey, let's get you to want this so much, so strongly, that you can't see yourself living without it. And then we'll give you a price tag. After you really want it. But there's always a price tag. And so he says, I can give this to you. And it's almost in the fine print. Can you you hear the devil's voice lowering? Hey, all this has been given to you. I can give it to anybody I want. It'll all be yours if you just worship me. It's kind of the fine letter print. Wait wait a second. If I just what? You know, just worship me. Worship you? Yeah, you know, bow down, say, you are God. Me, Jesus, the Son of God, worshiping? Yeah, yeah, but remember, all the splendor, the glory, the kingdoms, all yours. You don't want to go to the cross, do you? you want, so you want to suffer? Here's a shortcut. All yours, just worship. You can have that car, house, 
all the toys. Hey, you might lose your family. Your kids might hate you when you grow up. And so, but, you know, it's all yours. You will love it. Can't really be involved in ministry. Can't really serve God very much because you don't have time. You're working three jobs. But, hey, hey, you know, it's all yours. You're going to love this lifestyle. And the kids you grew up in the neighborhood, they're going to think, hey, this person is somebody because look at what they have. You'll be on your third divorce. Your wife won't be able to stand you. Your kids aren't going to be alienated from you. But, hey, hey, but have you seen all this? I mean, this is so good. It's all yours. You will be super happy with this stuff. You see, there's always a price tag when your identity is placed in what you possess. There's always a price tag with it. And it involves your future, your family, and your faith because every temptation to one degree or another is about your identity. You see, when you understand who you are, you will have much greater strength to resist temptation When you don't know who you are, when you have little value, little worth, you will be very susceptible to temptation because there's something driving you inside saying, I need to be somebody, and maybe this will make me somebody. Learning to get our identity from God alone. Well, that's a key takeaway from today's message. The message titled The Possession Trap, and it's on Bold Steps here with Mark Joe. We'll continue the message in a moment. But since we're about to head into the weekend, Mark, let's give our listeners a sneak preview of what they'll hear when they tune into our sister program, Bold Steps Weekend. Yes, yeah, so this weekend on Bold Steps Weekend, we start a series entitled Red Hot Faith. And the message is entitled Keeping Your Faith Red Hot. So if you struggle with the roller coaster-like feelings and thinking, man, my faith is just not where it needs to be, you really need to hear this message. And you can catch it on many radio stations or online at boldstepsweekend.org. No matter what your schedule looks like, weekend or weekday, you can always find a shorter segment of Mark's insightful teaching by listening to the Bold Steps Minute. You can listen to this convenient and insightful 60-second feature by going online to boldstepsminute.org. So you have lots of options on how to listen to Bold Steps. Now, back to the message and the conclusion of The Possession Trap. Here's Pastor Mark Job on Bold Steps. Lastly, let me give you the fourth point here. And this is so important. I want you to pay attention because this is huge. This trap can only... The possessions trap can only be overcome by remembering the source of your worth and wealth. Look at what Jesus says. Jesus answered. I love this about the temptation of Jesus because every time he answers, it is written. And he quotes the word of God and he says, Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The power of the word. But you see, it doesn't make a lot of sense until you know where that verse came from. That verse came from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 10 through 14. Let me read you the context of that verse. When the Lord your God brings you, he's talking to the people of Israel, when the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, flourishing cities that you did not build, Houses filled with all kinds of good things that you did not provide. Wells 
you did not dig, vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. Then you will eat, and when you eat and are satisfied, listen, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery, and here's the quote, fear the Lord your God or worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. You know what the context here is? Hey, when you get the cars and the houses and the paycheck is fatter, when you start prospering, don't forget God. Don't forget Him. Why do we say that? Well, when you're not prospering, you don't forget God. Oh, God, help me. One more day. But when you prosper, you start looking at what you have and you say, this is me. This is who I am. <laughs> Look at what I got. Man, I worked hard to get all this. You know what? Slow down. Slow down. All well. God gives you the ability to produce well. Never forget. Don't forget the Lord your God. Don't forget Him. Don't forget Him. And and can I remind you? He giveth and He taketh away. Oh, not me, Pastor, man. I got diversified investments. Hey, 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 I don't care what you have. He giveth and he taketh away. I don't care how secure you think you are. You better honor God. You better bless him. And you better understand that you are no different in value and worth with a lot or with a little. Because that comes and goes. Let me tell you, the only thing, if your worth and value is in your marriage, listen, that that comes and goes. If your worth and value is in your car, your possessions, your house, or your job or education, the only non-variable, the only consistent, sacred, non-changing identity placing is in God Almighty. You see, it's your relationship with God and your identity in God that gives you worth. Never forget that. Let me close with one last story. You see, I believe it's kind of like a passport. What does a passport do? What a passport does is a passport gives you the ability to go beyond your borders, right? Uh, When you possess a passport, right now, if you don't have a passport, guess what? You're stuck in America. You say, well, hey, I want to go to Costa Rica. You know what? You can't get there without a passport. You say, I want to visit Europe. No, you can't go there without a passport. Hey, I want to go to Mexico. All right, you can go there sometimes without a passport. You know, there's tunnels and all that stuff. But, But let's just say legally, okay? Really what a passport does is a passport gives you the power to come and go. Listen. A passport takes the limits off where you can go. Well, what is a passport? A passport is a document that verifies your identity. And when your identity is verified and secure, it gives border controls the possibility to send you to places that without that identity, you could not go.
Now, I had an experience a few years ago where I was in Spain doing some speaking and some ministry, and right after I had to go to Africa, Mozambique, to do some ministry. But in order to get into Mozambique, Africa, you need a visa. So while I was in Spain, I had to send my passport away to the, to the embassy, the American embassy in Madrid. So I was in a foreign country without a passport. That wasn't a huge problem because I wasn't planning, I, 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 no one's going to ask me for my passport. But I did have a problem. You see, I had promised my daughter that on her 13th birthday, from where I was in Spain to Paris was 10-hour drive. And I said, we, we had planned this, we'll drive you 10 hours and go to Paris. But here's the problem. I had no passport to leave Spain and to go into France. Big problem. I said, I promised my daughter, but I need a visa. I don't have a passport. So, last time I had crossed the border, no one looked at my passport. <laughs> With a European common market now, they, don't, they, they just kind of, if they see a, 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 a Spain plate, they just kind of wave you through. And then no one stopped to check my passport. So, I said, I'm going to take a risk. If they stop me at the border, I'll turn around, I'll go back. If they let me in, then I'm fine, I'm in. So I drove all the way to the border of France with my daughter and my, my wife, and I think there was two other people with us, and I got to the border, and I said, I hope no one checks my passport. Lord, let me look as Spanish as I can look. <laughs> and sure enough, there were border controls there, but you know what? They didn't stop me. They let me in. But let me, let me tell you what happened when I was in France. I felt very uncomfortable. Because I kept thinking if someone, if the policeman stops me and says, hey, let me see your documentation, I'm going to pull out my driver's license. You see, I, I, I started feeling like I don't really belong here. Why? Because I don't have a passport. I was kind of nervous about being stopped, nervous about, you know, it's not going to look good, pastor in jail, you know, in France, you know, illegal immigration. It's not a good thing. Let me tell you, I got home okay, and that's fine. But let me tell you what I began to think about. You see, there's a lot of you that have gone into places and things, but since your identity's not secure, you feel like I don't belong. You're in marriage, and you're trying to lead your household, but since you don't know your worth, you feel like, I don't think I can do this father-husband thing very well. I don't think I belong. You come to worship service and you see people worshiping like this, but because you don't know who you are in God, you feel like, I'm not really one of them. They're going to figure that out pretty soon. You go to step up in business and because you haven't had your identity, you have in your mind, I'm faking people. It's going to come out that I really don't belong. You're a parent now and you feel like, man, you don't know who you are and you feel like, man, I don't think I should be a father. I'm a parent, but I'm not sure I have what it takes to do this. Someone asks you to step up into a ministry and you're like, well, I don't, I think I won't because you always have this sense that you don't really belong because you don't really know who you are in God yet. See, you don't have your passport that gives you security. Yeah, I know who I am, and I belong. And some of you are living your whole life that way. 
Some of you live your whole life like if they figure out who I am, no one's going to like me. You need to get your identity in God. Let me tell you what God says about you. You're a child of God. You have an inheritance in him. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit until redemption. You can do all things through him who gives you strength. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Let me tell you, you are secure in God. You have a name in God. You have worth in God. If your sins have been forgiven, they can never be hurled at you again. Do you understand that? You are somebody in God. You're made in the image of God. He looks at you and says, I see myself in them. That's who you are. It is written. It is written. You need to understand your identity in God. And when you do, you can go places you've never gone before with confidence knowing I know who I am and I can go there because I know my identity. Amen? Amen. That is so true. As a believer in Christ, our security and identity is in Jesus, not in our possessions. That's Mark Job, and you're listening to Bold Steps. Mark, that's why it's so important to make sure our identity is found in Jesus. It really is, Wayne. And at the end of this message, we had a phenomenal time of praying over people that came, streamed forward, got on their knees, Mm -hmm. and we prayed over people that were making a decision for the first time to follow Christ, and also people that had lost their sense of identity. And I know that we we don't have a place to pray personally with you right now, but I think we could do that over the airwaves. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this message right now, and you say, Pastor, I really don't have a relationship with God, and I've been trying to get my identity through my work and my possessions, and I come up empty like so many people. I want to tell you that a relationship with God is really a surrendered heart away. And so if you have come to the point where you say, I'm ready to do that, I I need God in my life, God responds to a broken and contrite heart. And so wherever you're at right now, I would encourage you to pause for just a moment. Maybe the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you. And I would pause and pray with me. It's a simple prayer. It's not a prayer that's magical, but it's the condition of your heart that reaches out to God. And I would ask you to pray this with me. Dear God, I know that I'm far from you and I can't save myself. But today, I come to you And I ask that through your son, Jesus Christ, that you would wash, cleanse me. I surrender my life to you through the work of Jesus. I turn around from the way that I've been living. I repent. And I ask that you would come and be Lord of my life. Change me from the inside out. I want to have your identity. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Mark. And any listener who's making this decision today, would you contact us? Let us help you as you follow the Lord. 
If you'd like to go to our website, boldstepsradio.org, and click on My Next Step, there's a video there from Mark that can help guide you as you make this important decision. So go online to boldstepsradio.org and click on My Next Step. Well, thank you for this message today, Mark. There's one more thing, though. Let's talk about our Bold Step gift, which is available to listeners. Yeah, Wayne, here at Bold Steps, we are very big champions of healthy marriages. Mm -hmm. And one of the resources that we have the opportunity to offer to you is a resource called The Four Habits of Joy-Filled Marriages. In fact, Marcus Warner and Chris Corsi claim that 15 minutes a day, if you practice these four habits, can revolutionize your marriage. And I'm going to give you a sneak preview. Play together, listen for emotion, appreciate daily, and nurture a rhythm. Sounds like a plan. And he gives exercises to do this. So this is very practical, insightful, and we're offering it here on Bold Steps. And anyone listening can request your copy of The Four Habits of Joy-Filled Marriages. When you give a gift of any amount, you do that by going online to boldstepsradio.org or make your donation over the phone by calling 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. You can also send your gift through the mail to Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And I'll give it again. It's 820. 820- 20 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And as we wind down today's program, just a quick reminder to go and subscribe to the Bold Steps podcast where you can enjoy listening to these messages anywhere you go 24-7. Just open up your favorite podcast app on your phone or smart device and search for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job and click the subscribe button. Well, I'm Wayne Shepard. That's our time for today. From all of us at Bold Steps, we wish you a wonderful weekend. We'll see you again Monday for the next part of our Identity Theft series, a lesson about the position trap. That's next week here on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.